And I'm Kamna. We are women who have struggled with body image issues and weight in one way or another. We want to normalize the struggles that we all face and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone. At the same time, we want to explore ideas that have worked for others to discover changes that might work for us. And at the end of every episode, we will create a call to action. And we encourage you to make your own call to action. Do you want to make a podcast? It's pretty simple. Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place and for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. And then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. And video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take the conversation with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. And we've asked a lot of questions to our audience and they've answered and it's been really fun. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it's just felt like it's been so easy to make these podcasts. So we can you make it look easy, by the way. Let's anybody, just say for the record. Well, anybody could do it. And and the thing is, then you can focus on your content rather than the process of doing this thing's podcast. What a great point. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app. Or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Do it now. Hi, Leah. Hi, Kamna. So today we're talking about something that I didn't really understand when you brought this topic up. Okay, tell me. Yes, tell me more about that. So you had brought this up of what would happen if, Mm -hmm. what did you originally think when you were thinking about this topic? I was thinking like, I think of all these things all the time, like, oh, I should do this, or I don't feel like working out, or I don't feel like this. And I want to hear the, I was thinking of it in the way of like, I want to hear that other side of the story then. So what would happen if you just lay on the couch and don't go for a walk? Oh, what would happen if you decide not to cut up your produce. Like, I think we all know what would happen if we do it in the positive way. But mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, I need to follow through with my thoughts and go, okay, what would happen if I don't cut my vegetables and be prepared for the week? And you don't know if we're doing that as enough. We're not foreseeing what would happen in the future if we don't do these things. Right. So what did you, how did you interpret this topic? I think mine was a little bit more of how do you make a decision? Oh. And mine was where yours is forward looking. Mine was backward looking. Oh, this so, is going to be good. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Obviously we take different paths to the same topic, but I was just like, oh, I don't know if, you know, you think about your life and things you maybe regret or you were happy for that this happened instead of that happening. And just, yeah. it's just an interesting concept to me. So I can't wait to talk about it. I can't wait to hear where you went versus where I went too. So, yeah. all right. So tell me about your call to action. What was it? I am really proud of myself. My call to action was to drink a cup of warm lemon water before I ate or drank anything else in the morning. And uh, a little bit was some days I was like, I don't really want it. But then I was like, oh, I have to do it because it's my call to action. I have to report back on it. Yeah. So the first day I did it, I had the lemon water and I said, you know, I feel good. I don't need the coffee. I don't, I mean, I wanted it, but I was like, I'm just going to not drink it and see what happens. I was so sleepy and you're going to laugh at this because it's not really in your scope, but I told, I was falling asleep at nine, nine thirty, And my husband was like, do you want to watch another show? And I'm like, I think I missed the half of the last one we just watched. So I was asleep, asleep by like 10, 1030, which is you, really, 
early. Is it pain. because you didn't have caffeine at all that day? But that's what I was trying to figure out. Was it something else? Was I tired? But it wasn't. I, I, the only change was that I did not have the coffee. So I don't need it for like headaches wise, but I think I just needed it to get my day going. And it, it's a pleasure thing for me more than anything else. Yeah. So then the next day I had the coffee with the cashew milk. Oh, so you did have the coffee. I was so fatigued. Even the next morning, I was so tired. And I had slept probably 10 hours. I don't know. So I had the coffee with the cashew milk. And I'm like, well, I can tolerate this. It's not as pleasurable as the other kind of coffees. But I was like, I, I'll do it. So I've been drinking the warm water with the lemon. And it actually tastes very good to me. And it it's very refreshing in some ways. Hmm. I don't know that I have felt any other change with it other than okay. feel extra hydrated. Oh, well, that's always a positive. Because I, I mean, have a can't... glass of water anyway, and then I have a glass of warm water. So, And then you drink your tea or coffee? Well, I've been drinking the coffee. Okay. How do you like the cashew milk in it? It's okay. It's It still does something weird when I pour it into the warm coffee. Like, it's not curdling per se, but it separates. So do you overall, like, do you think you really do need that cup of coffee? I think that Friday or that day, whatever I did, I didn't have the coffee. I was, I can't even tell you how sleepy I was. It wasn't just fatigue from being busy. It was just sleepy. Okay. I I think I do need it for that wake me up. I, I, I a hundred percent need it. Like there's no doubt in my mind. I don't know how I would ever get beyond. I don't, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I really don't. But then after we read all the, uh, the benefits of drinking coffee, I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. I, can I mean, if it's, coffee. if it's not hurting your stomach or your doctor's not telling you not to do it, it's like, yeah, really what's the big deal. Yeah. For you though, it was finding that creamer for me. It's finding that creamer as well. That's really going to work for me. So well, I, I think, what was your call to action? Oh, my call to action was to put cucumber in my water. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And full disclosure, I did it this morning. (laughs) I dreaded it. I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And then I was like, this morning I woke up and I'm like, I'm just going to tell everybody this week that I didn't do it. And I'm like, this is so stupid. Just put the damn cucumber in your your water, right? I took pictures too, by the way. Um. So I filled my water bottle up, put some cucumber in it, and then I didn't actually even drink it all day until a half hour ago. Really? Because I was, I don't know why I was dreading it. Oh, and what's the okay. It's okay. Um, the first sip I was like, oh, I really like it. And then the second sip I was like, eh. And now I'm, I mean, I have it actually in my bottle right now. So I, I, I enjoy it. I like it. Would I do it again? Probably not, but it's but I love water. Like I love plain water. So this isn't doing it for me. I'm really curious why you picked cucumber then. Because I always hear people say it's so refreshing. I would rather have lemon than cucumber. Yeah. Well, now I can say I've tried it and it's okay, but it's not like fab. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm glad I tried it though. Honestly. Yeah. It's nothing that I would say is refreshing. The lemon water is definitely refreshing. All right. Maybe I'll try the, I mean, I've had lemon in my water before though. You made ice cubes out of your lemons, right? They yes. That. Yes. I do love that. But I just feel, I guess here's the thing that I've discovered, discovered is everybody drinks their water differently. And for me, I just love water. Water is refreshing to me. Plain I so I guess I don't need to find something to make it more refreshing. The other day I was in the car and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I forgot my water bottle. Oh my god, it's like, should I turn around and go home? I'm like, no, it's okay. That's the worst. The worst, honestly. By the way, I do, I think I've said this before, but I am a water snob. Like, I am very picky on my water. Really? So I would have probably turned around if I wasn't too far. Because otherwise, I go to the gas station and get a bottle of water, and there's And I will stay there forever because I get, oh, I'm like, oh, I don't know which one I like. This one I don't like. That one I like. It's just too much. Yeah. Well, and it breaks my heart to pay for water. Oh, I know. I know sometimes you don't have a choice, but I'm like, I don't really want to. Especially vacation. 
yes. when I'm on vacation, I can't wait to get back home and have my water. My, my or water. the worst is if you go to like a Disney World or someplace like that, where you have to pay four dollars, five dollars, or, for- or more. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. It's terrible. So, all right. So, are you ready to jump into this week? I am. All right. I can't wait. I want you to start because you said you had a story about your doctor. Oh, I I had a story about my doctor. I went for my annual physical a couple of weeks ago, and I think this kind of made me think about some of the things we were talking about when we first started talking about this topic. So I went in and all of my blood work was really good, but my A1C was a little bit elevated, but it was the same as it had been last year. So wait, did you go back this, this year for just like a normal yearly physical? Correct. Okay, go on. So she had me do my blood work before I went so she could okay. look at it and read it. And it was a fasting blood work and all that. All of my numbers were great. Uh, except great. For the, thank you. Except for the A1C was a little bit elevated. Okay. So um, I got to her office and she was like, I'm happy with everything. And I said, well, what about the A1C, which is the measure measure for sugar uh, in your body, whatever. So I said, um, what about that? And she said, I'm not worried about it at all. And then she said something really, it made me feel so proud of myself in a way. She said, look, you've made a lot of changes with your diet and with your lifestyle. And if you hadn't made these changes, who knows where you would have been? You could have been diabetic. You could have been obese. You could have gained a lot of weight. A lot of different things could have happened if you hadn't made these changes. She says, yeah, you've gained a few pounds, but I'm not worried about that either. I think that's so powerful for everybody needs to hear that because how many times have we said, God, I'm not, I didn't lose the 10 pounds I wanted to, or the five pounds. And I love your doctor's words. Like, but imagine where you would be if you hadn't been doing it. Yes. And I think that is very important because we diminish the, the good things that we're doing and that we should be proud of. And we keep thinking and focusing on the negatives. Yeah. I didn't do this and I didn't get my numbers down and I didn't lose the weight and all the the negatives. And that's not correct. We need to focus on the positives. The positive is what we need to do in order to get more positive. Because I think when we're focusing on the negative, all we keep doing is going in that negative cycle. And that positive helps us spin it a little bit more. You are right. So real quick question though, your A1C, was that just a tiny bit elevated? Yeah. Okay. Does diabetes run in your family? No. Oh, okay. So she's really not worried about it then. She wasn't worried about it last year and she's not at all worried about it this year. And she emphasized to me that I should be really proud of the changes I'm making and I should continue. That made me feel so good because you don't, you don't see the necessarily the positive effects. Yeah. And nobody that you know is, is telling you how amazing you are. On, right. Like nobody, like I can tell you that, but I don't, you know what I mean? Like you, nobody is just like, I just can't believe how amazing your, your changes are doing. Cause nobody knows all of that. Like your doctor does. Right. And I even don't see it because I'm, st- I told you, I've said in the past couple of episodes, I'm still struggling to figure out what is causing some GI issue for me mm-hmm. in terms of the bloating, which is why I'm doing all these changes with my coffee. So I'm still trying to figure it out. So for me, I'm still focused on that instead of all the positives, which again, yeah, we're focusing on the negatives. Yeah. And it's, it's the, which road should I take? You know, should I be thinking in a positive mindset or should I be focusing on the stuff I still have to fix? Which is an interesting take on this topic too, is which road should I take, right? Well, that's what I, I started with Googling. Okay. The, the the Google machine spit out the statement, which I thought was really, really well said. Okay. Every choice you make leads to more choices, all of which lead you further and further from our starting point. So you start someplace and then you make a decision and you go a different direction and then you hit that point and you go somewhere else. And all of this maybe is predestined or not, who knows, but you're making decisions in the moment as you see fit. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, okay, let me just speak for myself. 98% of the time, I don't think them through. 
I just make the decision split second and move on, make the decision and move on, make the decision and move on. Are you uh, an instinctual person? Do you do it like with your gut feeling or what's your process? God, I wish I was that. I wish I could say I have an instinct on things, but I don't think I do. I think I just, I don't even think I think that deep into it. Really? Yeah. Are you good at making decisions? That's a great question. Depends on who you ask, I think. <laughs> what if I ask you? I would think I'm good at making decisions. I don't hem and haw. I'm not like, oh, do I want to? Do I? I just, I think I'd make them. So if you were in the store, if you're in the mall, how okay. long would it take you to shop for, if you had a mission to find something? Okay, that's different because I hate shopping with a passion. Oh. Um, I don't know, probably not too, too long. I would, I would think. I don't know. That's a great question. I don't, so how did we get there? I can how did we get to this question. That's exactly <laughs> what we do. I know. Okay, so wait, back up because I really think that this this whole thing about these choices. Do you make choices? Do you think about all the choices you make? Um, some yes and some no. You know, I think if it's something like this is, you're going to laugh, but if it's something like, what are we having for dinner? I think yeah. about that because I want to make sure we have protein and we have a good vegetable mm-hmm. and a good car. Like I, I think about that all quite a lot. It occupies a lot of my brain, but if it's something like, I don't know, like I, I'm wearing sweatpants today. I didn't really think that hard about that, you know? Okay. So I think you're right. I think it depends on what it is. And I think that there's most 98% of the things I don't. Okay. Let me back up. Um, and I think there might be some dots to connect here and I'm, maybe I'm just talking out loud, but I think like, like you said, the sweatpants, absolutely. I don't even think about that. I just put it on and just go when I get home from work and I change my clothes. I don't even think I just put something on Right. my clothes in the morning before I'm leaving the house. That takes me a while to decide. Yeah. So wonder why one is not one I care about more than the other. Is that what it is? Is it because it makes an impact to other people? Oh, impact to other people. Could it, that be it? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Let's go with the dinner one. That's okay. another great one. You said, and I think you might be onto something like maybe because it has an impact with other people, it's harder for me to make that decision. Cause I do the same thing when it comes to dinner. Like I'm like, Oh, I don't want to decide what we're eating. Right. Mm-hmm. But if I just had to decide myself, boom, I got it down. I know what I'm going to have. Yeah, that's true. So if there's, if the decision that we need to make impacts somebody else, is it harder to make? I think so. There's a lot more weight. Even if you go to the grocery store and like the snacks you get and the, when I used to make lunches, do I have all the stuff I need for the lunches and the decisions and what's good and what's not good? And even I didn't know anything then in terms of nutrition, but it just right. mom choices. This this topic already hit me and I don't think I even anticipated it to hit me this way. Oh, tell me what you mean. Well, I just mean like, I would have said that I really think that I, I can make decisions and I'm pretty perfectly well good at it. And now I'm looking at it and like the decisions when they just impact me, I just just think about and just go with, and I don't even think about it, which is kind of sad. Like, why am I not taking the time to think about it if it's a decision for me? Oh. Right? Yeah. Why am I not? I just go with whatever the first thing is and I move on. Like, like, let me give you an example of what I thought about for this topic. Like, um, here's my example. Like, I don't want to exercise right now, right? Mm-hmm. Should I exercise? Should I not exercise? And those are those two things that I'm going to decide in the moment, right? And if it was up to my, you know, if I was going to go for a bike ride with Alyssa, there's no doubt in my mind, I'm just going to do it. But when it's a decision that's impacting me, I sit here and I sit here and I hem and I haw and I hem and I haw about it. And I go back and forth, back and forth because it's impacting me in that negative way, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. 
I don't even think it's that. I think it's like, what is it then? You know, as humans, we are very, we have a lot of inertia. We have, we want to stay in one place. We don't want to make a change. We don't want to move. It's just natural to our being. And if you said you have to drink lemon water every day this week, and I had no one to be accountable to, I'd be like, whatever, I'm not doing it. Because I have right. no incentive and no motivation. But because I have to report to you, you I did. have motivation. Hmm. No, you're right. So let's let's go with where I was going with this topic. Like, because yeah, my thing is, I, I went, okay, so let's say I am sitting here and I go, all right, I'm not going to work out. If it, let me finish the story then. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes we have to finish the story in our head on how it will play out. So if I exercise, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to go for that walk or I'm going to go for that bike ride or I'm going to do whatever. And I'm going to come back and I'm going to feel good and I'm going to feel great. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to take that hot shower and I'm going to feel so great when I get out because it's all my body temperature is hot and then it's cooling down. And I, I can tell you that whole story, how that works. Right. I don't listen. I don't want to hear it when I'm in that spot on the couch. Like I don't want to hear it. Right. But now I need to hear the other side of the story. Like what happens if I just lay here all day? Oh, I need to walk through what happens if I lay here all day. So like I'm going to stay on the couch, I'm going to grab my phone. I'm probably going to go do one of my puzzles on my app that I'm doing, or I'm going to go on Facebook or I'm going to go on TikTok. And then I'm probably going to lay there a little bit longer. And then I'm probably going to go, Hey, why don't we make some popcorn or why don't I just get some chips to eat on the couch? Cause I'm already comfy and laying on the couch. And then it's going to be, I'm going to be re- so relaxed that I'm going to go, you know what? I don't feel like making dinner now. So let's get takeout. Yeah. So when I'm immediately though, in the moment of, I don't feel like working out, I'm not walking through the steps to find out what's going to happen. Yes. One decision leads to another, which leads you far away from your starting point, which is what yes. you're saying. So yes. If you make a decision to work out, it, it takes you on a different road. But if you make a decision to sit on the couch, it takes you with many decisions after that to a different road. Mm-hmm. So you end up ordering in and then you don't feel good maybe. And yep. then you're mad at yourself that you, oh, I wanted to do all these things and I didn't. I'm just sitting here. And that being mad at yourself leads to more stuff. Where it leads me, but I and I think that's the trick here is like we have to play the sides of the story and and actually like follow through them in our head. Like, okay, so what would happen if I decide to just sit here all night? Mm-hmm. I'll give you one other example that I wrote down. Like a lot of times I'll go, oh, I don't feel like cutting my vegetables. Like I just don't. You know what I mean? So I'll buy the cucumbers and they're in there, and I'll buy this and it's in there, and it's like, okay, let's let's do. Let's follow this through. And I wrote it all down because I think this was so powerful for me. It says, okay, if I don't want to do them now, here's what's going to happen. Later is going to come when I say I'll do them later. And I'll still not want to do them. That's the reality is I don't want to do them at all. So then what I'll do is I'll eat chips or pretzels instead of my vegetables. Mm -hmm. And then I'll say I'll cut them in the morning. So I'm just going to have the chips now. And then the morning is going to come when I'm supposed to cut my vegetables and inevitably I'm going to be running late because I'm packing lunches or doing something else. And then I'm going to say, okay, I'm just going to buy lunch at school, or I'm going to just eat whatever comes up throughout the day. And I'm going to cut the vegetables when I get home from work. And then I just keep putting it off. And then I'm going to end up throwing them out because they're going to get moldy. Right. That green squishy thing in your fridge. Yes, But I'm not looking at that far. I'm just going, I'm going to do it later. Yes. I have to finish the story. Yes. I have to finish the story and I'm not, I'm just saying I'll do it later or, you know, I'll exercise at, after I make dinner or I, you know what I mean? Like, and I have to go, okay, so what will happen after dinner? If you exercise after dinner and what would happen if you cut your vegetables? Oh, so now if I cut my vegetables, I'm probably going to snack on them while I'm eating dinner. So then I'm not going to even want to eat on the couch, those pretzels or chips later, because I'm going to be having them now. And then in the morning, I'm going to have them all ready for my lunch. I'm going to take my lunch. I'm going to feel successful. I'm going to have a great day at work being successful on track Then I'm going to want to stay on track at dinner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we have to finish our stories and we're not finishing them. So it, what you're saying is that in that decision that seems inconsequential 
mm-hmm. really has big consequences. Big. Yeah. yeah big. You didn't cut your con- your vegetables now. Yeah. But then you, that means you didn't eat them, which means you did ate something else, which means the whole cycle starts again. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, everybody's story is going to be a little bit differently. So, you know, but we all have the same, like you can use, I don't feel like tracking right now. Okay. So what will happen if you don't track? Yeah. What What's going to, okay. So that's cool that you don't feel like it, but let's finish the story. What's going to happen if you don't. Right. What would happen and if you didn't track? You Don't you think that this is something we all need to start focusing on a little bit? But it also helps with the decision-making. If we're forward-looking, that if you are in the store and you're buying the vegetables, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't want to take them directly from your drawer to the trash. That's a waste. Right. You worked hard for that money and you worked hard for that produce. You don't want to throw it into the trash. So mm-hmm. the decision-making of I'm going to either buy the vegetables and cut them right now when I get home, or I'm not buying them because I don't have time. Oh, you went even that step further. Like, okay, I'm going to buy them. And while I'm standing here holding them in my hand, I need to decide when I'm going to do it. Yes. Because yeah. it's just, otherwise it's just a waste. Right. Because the story would be like, okay, I'm going to just put them in my fridge and then I'll cut them when. Mm-hmm. tomorrow okay so let's finish that story tomorrow what will happen like we have to keep going with it and going okay what's going to happen if I wait till tomorrow to cut those vegetables I did that today actually what'd you do so I I had a plan a little bit last night when I what I, what I was going to eat today to figure out some of my issues and um I thought I would eat some raw vegetables at breakfast but I didn't hit that mark so I'm like okay I'm going to do it for lunch and by the time I was ready for lunch, I was a little bit too hungry. So I ate a banana and I ate it slowly. But then I'm like, I'm kind of still hungry. And I had bought something stupid at the store yesterday. So I'm like, let me just have a few of those. And those few turn into, it was a sour cream and onion rice cakes. Oh my God, I've never seen those ones. <laughs> They're very good. Oh my gosh, don't tell me that because I love sour cream and onion anything. And now I'm going, oh my gosh. Okay, anyway, go on. Well, they're not good for you, but I bought them as an impulse. Yeah. And that decision led to me wanting to eat them when I was in a state of hunger. But mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, I have some celery in the fridge. I'm going to cut that up and put a little bit of peanut butter on it and just eat that. And then I drank my whole bottle of water. And then I'm like, I'll just have a few rice cakes, which I had only a few. And then I left the room. But that decision of not choosing the rice cakes right away and then cutting the celery so that I could eat that was a better one because then I feel better about the decision that I made. Yes. Wait, you feel better. Like that's huge right there. Yeah. Huge. We have to remember that when we make the right, I don't know if the word is right, but if we make the correct decision for us in that moment, we feel better. Yeah. The better great question. The great question would be, okay, which decision am I going to feel better doing sitting on the couch or going for the walk? Yes. Yes. Powerful question that I don't think I ask myself. And that can be applied to anything of how we decide what we want to do for ourselves in particular. We can work hard for anybody else. That's a great motivator. But how do we do it for ourselves? I'm writing this question down because it's like, what decision will I feel better after I make? Right? Yes. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. So I have a few questions for you. Okay. Do you take, when you have to make a decision, do you take the easier road? Probably. I mean, if I'm being honest, probably. Yeah. I think I do. Well, do you? I don't know. I'm not sure. I think lately it's, I work out three to four times a week. Um, Some days it doesn't happen because of whatever circumstances, but I try my best. It's not the easiest road. And some days I don't feel like it, but I do it because I know on the other side, I'm going to feel better. Like this, like your question. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what you mean by like, do I take the easier road? Like, what does that mean? So it could be having to do with working out or buying a prepared food item versus cooking it yourself or, um, just I going think, out to eat versus cooking. 
I think it depends on each moment and I don't know if it's a full standard. Yes. I make the easy road. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I also think it goes to back to like how bad I want something at the moment. Yes. How strong my why is, or my goal is, or, you know, I think that's a big factor in it. For sure. And maybe I should use that as the, as a gauge, like, okay, I take the easy road when my goals aren't very clear. Mm -hmm. Yes. Do you follow the crowd? So if everybody in your house is sitting on the sofa, do you say, oh, I'll just sit here too? Okay. Not with my family. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Not at all. I can't, I don't need to follow them at all, but I would say maybe a little bit more when I'm with other people. Mm Mm-hmm. Like if everybody was having a piece of cake, I'm probably going to have a piece of cake. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I think it's situational, but most times I can stick to what I've decided. Yeah. Like I didn't have cake over the weekend and I, it looked really good, delicious. I'm like, I just had a bite of my husband's, whatever he had. I'm like, I'm only going to have a bite. And he goes, you don't want any more? And I said, no, I just wanted to taste Now, let me ask you something. Do you think that it was easier for you to only have a bite? Because right now you're trying so hard to figure out why your stomach is not being yes. good. My why is much stronger. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like, and if, if you didn't have that, that you were trying, wrecking your brain to try and figure out, would it have been just super easy for you to just say, all right, I'll have a piece. Yeah. It would have been, especially with. People asking, are you sure you can have a taste? You can have a bite? Share with me. I, it would have been very easy to say yes. Okay. So this, by the way, this, this technique or whatever you want to call it that I'm saying, like, let's finish out the story. You didn't need to finish out the story, but you could go both ways. You can be like, okay, if I have a bite, I get the taste of it. I get to see how I like it. If it tastes good, if it doesn't taste good and I feel successful and I go home and my stomach doesn't hurt. What would happen if I have the whole piece? Let's mm-hmm. finish that story. I'm going to feel terrible. I'm actually going to feel mentally bad about myself, physically bad about myself. Then I'm probably going to go home and eat something else because I already blew it. Then I'm going to wake up and I'm going to get on the scale and I'm going to see that I gained it. Like we have to go, okay, so you're at a birthday party. Let's eat the cake. What's going to happen next? Yeah. What's going to happen? I actually was, for me, uh, and I didn't have the cake. We had, there was another dessert. I tasted it and I was like, that was enough for me. I didn't have any desire to eat anything else, which is a big change for me. Good for you. It, but it takes a while to get there to realize what? that. I was going to say, why? Decision, yeah. One decision leads to another, which leads to another. And I don't want to come home thinking, man, I shouldn't have had that. I was not even hungry and I didn't feel like it and it didn't even taste good. And I ate the whole piece and I don't want to go down that road. Okay. I'm, I'm tired of doing that to myself. Wow, that's powerful right there. You're why are you're tired of doing it to yourself? I am because I beat myself up more than anybody else beats me up. Nobody notices. I'm sure that's true for most people. We are so hard on ourselves. For what purpose? Wow. Don't you think? Oh, for sure we're hard on ourselves. Absolutely. But I'm try I'm just trying to I love how you I love how you worded that though. I do. Yeah. Did you have anything else for the other side of the story? No, I just, th- I just think that I, I really think it's something that we need to pay attention to more. It's like, okay, so that's your story. Let's finish it. Like you can't just end your story as I'm just going to sit on the couch. Yeah. It happens next. What happens next? I don't want to finish this. I, I need to finish the story on the day when I come home and I'm exhausted and I'm tired and I want to get takeout. Okay. Let's get takeout and finish the rest of the story. Finish the rest of the story can also be a good thing when you're saying, I'm going to get takeout, but I'm going to get this instead of this. Right. Right. Like we just need to sit down and go, okay, let's finish the story and how it plays out if we do get takeout tonight. Right. But I'm not, I know for me, I'm not doing that. I'm just like, okay, fine. Let's get takeout. Just get the pizza, get whatever and move on. Like, but I need to say, okay, let's get takeout and do this X, Y, and Z versus A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. And getting that pizza would be so easy mm-hmm. because it doesn't really require any thought, and you're probably exhausted from your day and like right. I just can't decide another thing. Right. Which is, but guess what? It's fine to do any. 
it's also fine to sit on the couch and not work out. And it's also fine to not cut your vegetables. But I think we need to plan the, we need to hear what happens then if you don't. Yes. So I Googled uh, like decision-making process. Okay. Um, and I was on Harvard Business Review and clearly pay attention to the fact that it's a business tips, but I thought it could be, some of this could be applicable to what we're talking about. Okay. So I had a few tips. One is uh, great decisions are shaped by consideration of many different viewpoints. So I think that goes along with what you're saying is that we have yeah. to think about what's next in mm-hmm. either scenario, what might happen. Mm-hmm. Like if I get the pizza or if I get, if we get, you know, Chipotle, like look at all the situations. Love yeah. that. Yeah. And then great decisions are made as close as possible to the action. So if you're in the moment and you're about to order pizza and you say, well, can you please just add a salad to the order so I can have a salad before I have a pizza? That's immediate, like not thinking about it, not doing it. Or if you bought your vegetables and you say, I'm going to go home and cut them right now. I have 10 minutes. I'm just going to cut the vegetables. Say that again. Great decisions happen. As close as possible to the action. Wow. I bet you that's so true. You don't allow for time to talk yourself out of it. Wow. Okay. Great decisions address the root cause, not just the symptoms. So it's what you're saying. It's your why. Yeah. In the media, you're hungry. So you just want to eat. That's the symptom. But the root cause is you're actually working towards better health. So why are you not picking a better option? That would be a good driver for a great decision. Yeah. And then I just have a couple more. Great decisions are made by a This is a little judgmental statement. Okay. Great decisions are made by a clearly accountable person. Wait, great decisions are made. Well, I don't know if I agree with that one. No. The way that I I understood this is that if you are accountable to yourself or if you're accountable to other people, like if you're the person cooking, you're, you're responsible for other people, right? You have to, Um, you, if someone says to you, mom, what's for dinner? You have to be accountable to them. Um, So you are responsible for what happens next. So that decision is going to impact others and how their and their well-being so great say it again so now that you explained it great decisions are made by a clearly accountable person so if you're not accountable to yourself you Mm -hmm. might go for the easy way out do you agree with it a little bit yeah i think this goes back to the whole why thing why are you doing this why are you choosing to cook at home versus going out to eat. Why are you choosing to cut your vegetables as soon as you buy them? Because you're being accountable to yourself, maybe to your bank account, maybe to your health. It could be a whole variety of reasons. Hmm. I'm going back to our call to actions that we make. Like we hold ourselves accountable to each other. So they're probably great decisions. I'm just making a good about myself right now. Yes. You know? Okay. Great decisions. I had a couple more things. So I had a few questions. And then I had um, living with remorse and how we can kind of correct the remorse into not being remorseful. So that, like, so that would be if I decide to eat the whole cake or the piece of cake and then I feel that remorse. Okay. What do you got? Well, I have some questions first. Okay. What would happen if you weren't trying to get healthier? What's the rest of that story? Oh, if I, okay. Okay. I like this. What would happen if I wasn't trying to get healthier? I would eat the cake. I would buy ice cream and keep it in my freezer at all times. Yes. And in return, I would be bloated at night and I would wake up and be bloated and I'd probably have a rash on my face from the dairy and I would... The scale would be up and my pants wouldn't fit. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Then yeah. my A1C would be up. As right. Said, I would be heavier. I would not be in good health. I would have all kind of other health issues. Maybe my cholesterol would be up and my 
whatever numbers were kind of in the red zone. I'll add one more to that. If I wasn't caring about my health, is that how you worded it? Yeah, something like that. If I wasn't caring about my health, then neither would my family care about theirs. Yes. They would be eating like crap and they wouldn't even be looking at anything. So I almost have to, even if that scale isn't moving, even if that scale is not budging where I want it to go, I have to still care about my health because I have other people in my life that need to. Absolutely. That's a really good point. If I didn't care about my health at all, my husband would for sure, not that he is conscious of it or cares about his right. Like that. I don't mean that in a negative way. It just means like, God, I can't even imagine what he would be eating. Yeah. You make an impact on the people around you without even really knowing that. Right. Like I'm not intending to, I just don't buy certain things, but if I didn't care about my health, I'd be buying a lot of fun stuff. I agree. What would happen? You might not like this question. What okay. would happen if you were skinnier? Oh, I don't know. I I feel like I would be happier when I try on my clothes in the morning. Yeah, same. I feel like I'd be happier when I'm driving my car and I'm looking down at my stomach that's hanging over. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'd be happier. Um, I feel just like my clothes would fit better. Yeah. You would just feel better in general, but yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that you would be healthier. Oh, you went that way. I didn't see that way. Yeah. You're right. I mean, there's a flip side to everything. Yeah. There might be a positive and you might feel better, but how did you get skinny? You know, mm-hmm. what would happen if you stopped obsessing about your weight slash food and would people love you less? If I stopped care obsessing, well, if I stopped obsessing, I think I just would gain my weight. You think so? I do. I I landed on the flip side of this. Okay, I tell me. If I stopped obsessing about if food wasn't running through my head all day long, like a static you know, in static yeah. mass, then maybe I could occupy that space with other things. But like would I, you? I I think I hope I would. I yeah. I would rather it be that I'm eating just to because I'm hungry and I'm not doing anything else. Oh. I don't know. It's interesting. Because, like because I know we don't always eat when just because we're hungry. Wow. There was a picture that I had taken of somebody And I love this picture because it was a couple and they looked just so sweet and it was a candid shot and they were leaning into each other and I just saw the love between them. I didn't see where was this picture? It it was I had taken it. Oh okay. The person saw the picture and they're like, You gotta remove that because I posted it on social media and I said, Why? It's such a good picture. And they go, I look so big. You have to remove this picture. It makes me sad. No, but that's what we do, right? Yeah. In our obsession for our, the number on the scale or the size pants or whatever, we miss something. Like to me, all I saw was how they were as a couple. Aww. And that person only saw how they looked in the picture. Right. We so all do that. You miss things. Yeah. I have a couple more. What would happen to the quality of your life if you made someone else happy oh my quality of life would be a mil- would go up don't you think yeah yeah a lot I think it would be amazing yeah yeah I agree I think being of service to people I have this on my tips but being of service to others increases your dopamine which is like the feel-good hormone in your body so then you just it takes you out of your your funk or your depression or your sadness or whatever. It just makes you feel better. Yep. Good thing. So, okay, here are the tips before we run out of time for living with remorse or, or dealing with it. Okay. Work on becoming healthier. So what they said was, and this was from psychcentral.com. Toxic thoughts and emotions can take a toll on the body. Eat better get good sleep, hydrate, 
exercise, all those things help to have a better mental state, which then helps to making better decisions. I can believe, I, yeah, I agree. I, but I like that you're acknowledging that for the remorse part, like that we need to focus on getting healthier and that'll help with the remorse. I think so, because if we just sit in, I should have, I could have, I right. didn't, what are we actually doing? It's what almost like the cure for the remorse feeling that we have. Yes. We have to start getting healthy, mentally healthy and physically healthy. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, develop new habits. So you replace old habits with new ones to reshape your thinking. So mm-hmm. if, for example, I have exercised probably for the past 34 years at some state. And it before I did that, I, maybe I didn't have good habits, but that exercise has become such an important part of my day that when I don't have it, I really miss it. You Even now? Mm-hmm. I can feel the anxiety building up. So for me, it's hmm. important. Okay. Uh, restore your spirit. So what does that mean? This means in, in several different aspects. You can do it spiritually. So if you are looking at the bigger universal picture and how things impact you and how you want your life to be and manifesting positive things, talking to a counselor to sort of deal with some of the the trauma, maybe healing from that trauma. Yeah. And stop beating yourself up. Yeah. You know, you're worth more than your past misdeeds. Maybe we need a whole episode on restoring your spirit. Yeah, I would. That's a great one. I um, mean, really, because I think that there's so many of us that our spirit, however you want to look at it, maybe is broken right now. Mm-hmm. And we have to find ways to restore it. We really do. I agree. I very much agree. Activate self-discovery. So figure out what you want, what makes you tick what you like, what you don't like, what drives you. Commit to a change in lifestyle. So if you've decided, like I've decided I'm going to give up gluten and it's been a little hard, honestly. But to me, that's a change that has made profound impact on my health that I want to keep doing it. And you're committing to it. I'm committing. And then the last one is join a group with similar goals. So it's just like you and me, when we hold each other accountable, it makes us more motivated. Right. If you're joining a group that has similar goals to you, like a walking club or uh, a cooking club or. Or our call to action sessions. Yeah. Our call to action sessions. Perfect. Yes. It just drives you to do better. Yeah. Um, can I go back to self-discovery a little bit for a second? Because I don't even know if I know what that means. I think I need to define that. Where, what do you think it means? I, I I don't think I even have a definition, like self-discovery. Like, does that mean what I like and what I don't like? Yeah. Okay. I think it, it truly means honoring who you are as a person. So if you, if I hate broccoli, okay, why am I trying to force feed myself the broccoli? Yeah. Or if I really don't like running, why am I saying that I'm going to be a runner? I, I love walking that's what I'm going to do. That's what I should lean into. Mm -hmm. Or if, uh, I don't know, whatever you like that drives you and changes your motivation, changes your life. That's what we want to lean into. And and maybe you like something that you didn't even know. Hmm. That's what, yeah. Okay. I still have to Google it and do some self-discovery work. It can't hurt. We all need it. Yeah. So do you have a call to action? Um, Well, my call to action was going to be to start paying attention to the times when I have those two things in my head, like I should do this, but I'm not going to, or should I make this for dinner or should we get takeout or should I go to the grocery store now or should I go to the grocery store later? And I wanted to follow through those and see what would happen if I do either side of the story. But you really have me confused on the self-discovery word. Okay. So I think I really want to um, do a deep dive into that. Like, what does that even mean? Do I 
need to do that? I mean, if that's one of those things that's on the list so that you don't feel that remorse, like to tap into your, do some self-discovery work, then I think I need to do that. I think you've started it with your journaling. Yeah, maybe. You're aware of your thoughts and things that you're grateful for, things that yeah are on your to-do list, your should have list, whatever. Yeah, I think I need to look into that some more. So what about you? So um, when we started talking about this, I was telling you that I used to live in a place of great remorse. I should have picked this option versus this option. I should have done this instead of this. I should have, I, I always was regretting the decision that I didn't take and regretting the decision I actually took. So I've done personally a lot of work in being present in the current moment and not giving space for that much remorse it doesn't mean it doesn't happen still but I'm working on if I want to tell somebody this something I'm going to say it in the moment I'm going to try to be as kind as possible but I'm going to say how I feel because otherwise I know it's going to fester in me I'd rather just be present in the moment and take care of things then so for me this call to action it was a little hard to kind of figure out I think I'm just going to be more observant of the moments where I am indecisive and what is causing my indecision. Oh, what's causing you to not be clear on your decision? That's good. Because is it, is it impacting others? Is it not impacting others? Is it like, where, where do you fall on that? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's the thing that's really keeping me stuck yeah me too it's a it's a this is an interesting topic for sure I might have to do that too though I might have to add that on and like really figure out like okay well why am I why am I hemming and hawing on this like yeah is my why not clear right now am I tired am I lazy am I mad at somebody like why is this my decision yeah that's really good I like that well, thank you. I didn't know what I was going to do. So for me, this was. It probably helps a lot of people that one. I love it. So can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, same. Well, have a great week. All right. Thank you. You too. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag us. On Insta, you can find us at Health Coach Kamna and WW Chick Leah. Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's WW and Health Coach Kamna. 